Thank you so much. Now sit down. I, I was watching that video and thinking, I, I think I dedicated that boy as a, a little baby. Uh, crazy how time goes. Well, it's such an honor to speak on the eve of this brand new year, 2024, which I believe will be a crucial year for this nation, but also an amazingly exciting year for the kingdom of God. I, I am proud to be an American, but I'm more proud to be part of the kingdom of God. And, um, and, and more than that, uh, part of the kingdom of God being built here in this wonderful church known as Riverside. And I appreciated um, your welcome to me as I come to the pulpit. But today, I want you to join me in honoring our amazing pastor, Michael, and his absolutely amazing, wonderful, attractive, she's my daughter, uh, the first lady of the house, Rachel Richardson. Come on, give them some thanks. Amen. We do love you, Rachel. So if I should put a title on my talk uh, this morning to you, it would be Build, Prosper, and Watch Your Back. And um, I want to take you to a little story in the Old Testament um, that's not very often read. It's in the second book of Chronicles, chapter 14. And uh, I'm going to read to you from verses 2 through 7. It says this, Asa did what was pleasing and good in the sight of the Lord his God. He removed the foreign altars and the pagan shrines. He smashed the sacred pillars and cut down the Asherah poles. He commanded the people of Judah to seek the Lord, the God of their ancestors, and to obey his law and his commands. Asa also removed the pagan shrines as well as the incense altars from every one of Judah's towns. So Asa's kingdom enjoyed a period of peace. During these peaceful years, he was able to build up the fortified towns throughout Judah. No one tried to make war against him at this time, for the Lord was giving him rest from his enemies. Asa told the people of Judah, let us build towns and fortify them with walls, towers, gates, and bars. The land is still ours because we sought the Lord our God, and he has given us peace on every side. So they went ahead with these projects and brought them to completion. You know, the, the Devo, uh, which for those who are old here today, it means devotional, uh, that's coming out tomorrow, as you saw, is um, called Pursue. That's the word for the year. And um, it, it is a wonderful biblical principle. Uh, it is that if you seek him, that is to pursue the Lord, if you put God and his kingdom first in your life, 
And if you keep building your life upon the principles of the Word of God, building your marriage, building your family, building your work life, building your business, building your finances on the principles of His Word, God will keep on prospering you. That is a principle of God's Word. Also, it is that if we do that and do what God asks us to do, um, to help build His kingdom, His church, then the church will prosper as well. And if we as a church seek His face and continue to build up people and build up families and help broken marriages and help people with their finances and cause people to have more of an esteem of who they are. Because remember, we are the people of God. We are the children of the living God. He will keep on prospering us. And God will continue his good hand upon us and he will build his kingdom. And as that happens, it will be seen in here, but it will be seen out there as well. You see, you can't contain. When God begins to move, you can't box it into a room. It will begin to break out on every side. In this story, I love this story because of all the 42 kings that ruled in Israel throughout the Old Testament, only seven of them were said to have done what was right in the sight of the Lord. 35 of them, hardly anyone knows their names. They were loser kings. And the, and the fact is this, that only seven stand out, and Asa was one of them. He called the people back to God and his ways. He demanded that the idols that they had been worshiping would be destroyed. And he said, there is but one God, and we are going to love and serve and follow that one God. And he came and... Um, he said, God is going to give us peace in our city. And he said, it won't only stop there. It will affect other surrounding cities as well. You know, I never forget about 10 years into Riverside being in existence, I was sitting having breakfast with the mayor of the city at that time. And he said to me, you know, John, one of the best things that has happened to Peoria is Riverside and the Dream Center. He said, you know, Riverside and the Dream Center have changed the atmosphere of the city. Uh, you see, you can't contain what God does in a room. It will break out on every side. It is my belief that if we build according to God's plan for our lives, and if it is that you are now building your marriage according to God's plan for your marriage and your family and your church, then everyone around you and everyone that is now connected to you will be affected by your seeking after God and putting God first in your life. It will affect everyone around you. I don't know whether you know, but um, Elevate Church in Morton and 
Connect Church in Washington and Revive Church in East Peoria and the Gathering Church out in Stark County. They all came out of Riverside because when you build according to God's plan, it begins to spread and wonderful things begin to happen. When you build God's kingdom, God's way, uh, you will never suffer. It will be something that will bring prosperity. So that's why I called this message, Build, Prosper, and Watch Your Back. See, the fact is this, I promise you that if you are a Jesus-loving Christian, if you really dedicate your life to building your life and your marriage and your finances and your family according to the truth of the Word of God, you will know persecution. The fact is things will go wrong, sudden things will happen, but the instruction here in the Scripture is whatever happens, keep building, keep going forward, and know that God is with you and will bring you through. Pastor Michael, you're building, by God's help, a great, great house here. But you will get attacked. Uh, the fact is that um, any time you get involved in building the kingdom of God, uh, there will come attacks, retaliation from an enemy that we believe in. Hey, I want to tell you, I believe in Jesus. I believe he is the Son of God. I believe that he is the Savior of the world. But I also believe that there is a devil that wants to interfere, that wants to retaliate against anyone that is pressing into God. Attacks of retaliation from Satan will come sooner or later. And I have to tell you, if you can't handle those attacks that come against you, the tough times that you will face, you'll not be able to handle the blessings that God will bring either. The fact is that you need to know that we will face these things, but God is with us. You see, if we can't with God's help, just know that we are going to get through whatever the devil throws against us then it will be that we will miss what God is wanting to do. But if you keep on building, God will keep on prospering. Uh, the fact is this, please, please, Pastor Michael, keep building people up. Oh, please, keep expanding your vision. Uh, please, please, bless the poor and the hurting. Please, I beg of you, keep expanding our missions outreach so that we are touching the nations of the world. But remember, remember, because you will do that, the attacks will come against the house. But the fact is that um, even though the devil will fight back, we are going to see God do something mighty. You see... We all need to wrap our minds around this and uh, determined that as Asa tells us here, that we're going to seek the face of God and continue to build. Never mind what the enemy does, we are going to seek the face of God and continue to build. As you determine in your life in 2024, 
to build up your marriage and to build up your, your family. The devil will resist you. But this year's, year's, year, New Year's Eve, uh, I want you to commit that you're going to seek God and you're going to pursue God and whatever the enemy throws against you, you are going to not allow him to stop you. Keep building your marriage and building your finance and doing what God wants you to do. As you determine in 2024 that you're going to rein in your finances and that it is that you are now going to get your finances into biblical order. I want to tell you the devil will tempt you. There'll be wonderful things you could buy. It will be that you will see things and wish I had that and that and that. But if you determine, no, I'm going to build my finances according to God's order and God's book, I want to tell you God will prosper you. Even though the enemy comes against you, keep on building, keep on moving forward. As you determine in this year of 2024 that it will be the year that you will now break that habit and that addiction, I promise you that the enemy will resist every step that you take. As you say, I want to break that habit, that addiction that has held me for so long. I want to tell you the enemy will resist you. He will fight you. He will tempt you. He will try to get you back under his control. And the fact is that you have to say, I am seeking God and I'm going to keep on building. I'm going to keep on moving forward to freedom in my life by the power of Almighty God. As you determine that in 2024, it's going to be the year that you will serve God and His people as never before. Believe me, you will be resisted by the enemy. He will seek to discourage you. He will seek to get you to look at others and say, I'm doing all this and they get praise and I get no praise. And he will come and he will attack you with thoughts. No one notices what you're doing. Why are you keep on serving? And you need to come back at him and say, Satan, you're not getting me with your old tricks. I'm gonna keep on building. I'm gonna keep on serving. I'm gonna keep on pouring my life out for the kingdom of God. Now look what Asa did. It says in verse 3, he removed the foreign altars and the pagan shrines. He smashed the sacred pillars and cut down the Asherah poles. He commanded the people of Judah to seek the Lord, the God of their ancestors. And to obey his laws and his commands, Asa also removed the pagan shrines as well as the incense altars from every one of Judah's towns. What was Asa doing here? He was making it clear that there was one and only one God that is to be served. He was making it clear here that worship should go to God and Him alone, that He should be the one that is served. He was saying we need to clear out everything that is distracting us from the worship of the one and only God. It is that we need to get to the place where we put God first in every part of our lives is what Asa was saying and what I'm saying to you this morning. You know, I was listening to the radio uh, just a few weeks ago and uh, they were interviewing a politician 
and um, he was answering the question, are you a practicing Christian? Uh, and his words were, well, I was raised up a Catholic and was baptized and confirmed in the Catholic Church, and if I'm asked about my faith, I say I'm a Catholic, but I'm not a practicing one because if, because if I did that, I would only be performing. And I, 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 that just gripped me. And I thought, I wonder how many people come to Riverside on a weekly basis, and all you're doing is performing. <laughs> that, that it is that you come along and you do the actions, you go through everything and you enjoy the service, but I wonder how many of us need to look inside and say, where are the idols in my life? Uh, where do we need to look inside and say, where are the other gods that I'm serving that uh, are priority over the number one God, the only God? It is that the, uh, the, we need to look and say, where are the shrines that I worship at, uh, that I bow before, that are not the place or the altar of God? Where am I now needing to come? and clear out the things that takes my worship away from the one and only God, the one who gave his son to die for us, the one who gave his son who rose again from the dead, the only living God, our God and our Lord Jesus Christ. After that, Asa said in verse 7, Asa told the people of Judah, let us build towns and fortify them with walls, towers, gates, and bars. Let's build, he said, and let's start with walls. You see, walls protect us. Walls bring safety, a sense of home and of belonging. The walls of salvation they protect us and cause us to know that we're part of something massive that is called the kingdom of God, that we belong to the church of the living God, that never mind what's happening out there in the world, all that's happening outside there in the world, friends, is signs that Jesus is coming soon, all right? But the fact is this, that we are people who belong to the kingdom of God, the, the walls of salvation protect us and cause us to know that. Hey, is your life a mess this morning? If you're honest on this last day of 2023, do you look at your life and say, my life's a mess? Have you come in and all the talk about 2024 just causes you to say, I'm just dreading 2024 with all that's going on in your life? Are you at the place of saying, I can't go on living like this? I, I, can't, I can't keep walking in the direction that I'm going. And it is that your self-made walls are lying in ruins. And the fact is that God is wanting to step in. Listen to what this verse says. Isaiah chapter 60, verse 18. Yeah, I still say Isaiah and not the way you Americans say it. It's proper English. All right. <laughs> Listen to what it says in verse 18. Violence will disappear from your land. 
the desolation and destruction of war will end. Salvation will surround you like city walls. Oh yeah. Jesus came to build new walls around our lives. Jesus came to now bring us to a place of the walls of salvation uh, that it is that he will build into our lives. And, and my plea with you today, if your life's a mess and if it is that you're saying, I'm dreading the future, I want you to encourage you to allow Jesus to build the walls of salvation around you today. How many here today thank God for the walls of salvation? Yeah, come on, give God praise for that. Hey, what he's done for us, he wants to do for you. I, I, I have to tell you, though, you know, that you have to have patience with us. I, I tell people this all the time, please have patience with me. God's not finished with me yet. He's still working on us because Jesus has brought us into the walls of salvation. It doesn't mean that we're perfect. It doesn't mean that we have made it. In fact, he's still building us up. He's still working on us. You know, um, Ruth Graham, who was the wife of Billy Graham, an evangelist who led many millions of people to the Lord. One day she was driving along and came upon a construction area, construction zone, and after patiently waiting and slowing down, uh, she was driving through the area, and then she noticed there was a sign that was right at the end of the construction area, and it said, end of construction, thank you for your patience. And she decided that those were the words that she wanted put on a gravestone. Thank you for, end of construction, thank you for your patience. You know, I was talking to Rachel and Michael yesterday, and um, they were talking, we were at a funeral, and so I, I'm getting to look like burying material now, you know, and we were talking about my future and all that, you know. I think I'd like those words on my gravestone, you know, thank you for your patience, <laughs> end of construction. <laughs> I'm not going yet, folks. <laughs> you know, before we come to Jesus, many of us would look on us as just trash. Before I come to Jesus days, there was nothing about us that made us stand out. And some of us even looked on our own lives as trash. And we had no self-value, no self-worth. Our lives were totally messed up. But I'm talking today about a savior, Jesus, who comes and he can use trash to build walls. Did you know that? And the fact is this, that he wants to rescue you like he rescued us. I wanna tell you, it happened for me a lot of years ago now, and 60 years ago, I came to Jesus, and the fact is this, that he built my life from this shy, timid little Welshman that had no thought of any future or anywhere he was going. And I look back and say, how on earth did all this happen? How on earth did we ever get where we get? Letty and I lie in bed at night and we say, how on earth did we get 
to America. How did that work out? And, and, and all that's gone on since we've been here, I want to tell you it's nothing but the grace of Jesus Christ. It's nothing but the power of God working in our lives. We are nothings that God has made and, and brought up to be used in His kingdom. You see, where others see trash, Jesus sees treasure. And the fact is that he sees your life and he wants to work in your life. So he said, build the walls. Then he said, not only that, build towers. I'm all right by the clock, we're okay. <laughs> he said, build towers and fortify them with walls, towers, gates, and bars. Build towers of vision. See, towers weren't only built for safety, they were also built so that they could look out and see the horizon and see the future, if you will, uh, that was in front of them. Towers were built to give vision. And I want you today, I pray that you are still looking ahead with vision, that you're looking ahead and saying, God has a future for me, saying, the best is yet to come, saying, God is going to work on my marriage, He's going to work in my family. I hope you've got vision for your marriage, I hope you've got vision for your family, I hope you've got vision for your business or your work life, so that it is that you're not existing, but you're realize I'm part of the kingdom of God in here, out there, and God is going to build, and I'm looking forward with eager anticipation to what God has got for me in the future. Build towers of vision. You say, well, how do I get there? How can I get vision into my life? Well, Asa puts it so well. He says, you've got to seek the Lord. You have got to pursue the Lord. You've got to be in a place of saying, if I'm going into the future, I'm not going alone, and I'm going nowhere where He isn't leading me. I'm not going to do what He is not telling me to do or say what He's not telling me to say. I am now going according to His vision for my life. I'm going to seek the face of God. You have to build that into your daily lives. So that daily you climb the tower of vision that comes by prayer and getting into the Word of God and knowing Jesus and not just knowing about Him. That is a outright plug for my class on Wednesday nights. <laughs> knowing Jesus and not just knowing about Him. When you're in the tower, you can see the land around you. Oh, please, let 2024 be a time where you don't stop believing, stop dreaming, stop stretching, just stop saying there's more. Don't hold back, don't fall back, don't think the best is in the past, but the best is in the future. Get your vision straight. 
I, I want to tell you, come into a church like this and climb in the tower that this church is, I want to tell you it will fuel up your vision. It will cause you to know that you are walking in something bigger than anyone, anything else that's out there in the world, that you are a part of something that is affecting not only Peoria, but the uttermost parts of the world because God is leading you on. So he said, let's build the walls, let's build the towers, and then he said, build gates. Build, I didn't say build gates, I said <laughs> build gates. Let me encourage you to build gates of praise in your lives. Never stop praising. Oh, if you build a place of praise and worship, God will prosper you. Don't slip into just having your favorite songs and your favorite bands. And please, please, don't ever come to church. Sorry, Pastor. <laughs> no, I don't come to church. I come to worship. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I say, when people say, where do you go to church? I say, well, I go to worship at Riverside. Oh, oh yeah, I, I want to tell you, friends, we don't come to church, we come to worship. Listen to Psalm 100, verse 4. It says, enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good. His unfailing love continues forever. And his faithfulness continues to each generation. Hallelujah. You know, worship isn't a generational thing. Oh, I know there's different worship styles. And I've got my favorite lists of worship songs, mostly from the 80s, 70s and 80s. I love them songs. But I, I have to tell you this. You could come here on a Sunday morning and they only run through nursery rhymes and I'll still lift my hands and worship God. I want to tell you, I want to tell you, it's not a generational thing. Worship is not a generational thing. It's something that we all come together to do, whether we are old or young, whether it is that we are, are being carried in as babies or we're just burying material waiting to be carried out. I don't know. But the thing is this, we come to worship God together. Build, build gates of worship so that you come into Then it is that Asa said, not only build gates, but build bars. And he wasn't talking about those bars that you used to frequent before you came to Jesus. No, they are bars on doors and windows to keep enemies out. Remember what I said, build, prosper, and watch your back. I have to tell you the truth, enemies do come after Asa, even in this story. Go down to verse 9, 2 Chronicles 14. It says, Once an Ethiopian, Ethiopian named Zerah came, attacked Judah with an army of a million men and 300 chariots. They advanced to the town of Merashath. So Asa deployed his armies for battle in the valley north of Merashath. Then Asa cried out to the Lord his God, Oh, Lord, no one but you can help the powerless against the mighty. 
Help us, O Lord our God, for we trust in you alone. It is in your name that we have come against this vast horde. O Lord, you are our God. Do not let mere men prevail against us. You know, friends, this morning, um, nothing that I've talked about can happen unless you say, O Lord our God, we trust in you alone. I'm not a prosperity gospel preacher. Uh, By that I mean, you know, some people believe come to Jesus and uh, you'll live healthy and get rich quick. I I don't believe that. I'm, I'm not that kind of preacher. I can't guarantee that no enemies will come against you as you seek to build and to go forward as you follow Jesus. I can't guarantee that everything will go right and nothing will go wrong. I can't guarantee that there won't be any sadness uh, along the way this next year. But I can guarantee that if you trust in the name of the Lord your God, He will bring you through whatever comes against you. I can guarantee that. Verse 12 of 2 Chronicles 14 says, So the Lord defeated the Ethiopians in the presence of Asa, and the army of Judah, and the enemy fled. Oh, I love that. Did you hear that? Let me tell it again. So the Lord defeated the Ethiopians in the presence of Asa, and the army of Judah, and the enemy fled. Oh, You know, the Apostle James, in James chapter 4 and verse 7, he said this, So humble yourselves before God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Come close to God, and God will come close to you. Oh, the instruction here is very simple. It is that we humble ourselves, and we come close to God. And we say, without you, I'm sunk. Without you, I've got nothing. Without you, I've got nowhere to go. Without you, the enemy's going to have his way. It is that without you, I'm on my own. Oh, he says, now humble yourself. Come close and say, God, without you, we're sunk. Then he says, resist the devil. Watch him run. You don't give in to him, you resist him. Amen. And the fact is, we come close to God, and we run to God, and and we, we, we pursue God with all our heart and mind, and we say, oh God, oh God, it's only you that we trust. Oh God, you see the enemy, you see the size of the enemy, you see the things he's thrown against us, you see what I'm going through, you see the mess I'm in, but God, it's in you I trust. I'm not looking at what the enemy's doing, I'm looking at you and I'm saying, you will bring me through, in you I trust. So this morning, I wanna encourage you to run to God. I want you to pursue him with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Maybe, maybe you've got no walls around your life at the minute. I want to tell you, Jesus is ready to build the walls of salvation around.
around your life. You know you're a sinner. You don't need me to tell you that. You know you've been miles away from God. You don't need me to tell you that. You know it. But this morning, Jesus is here. You are not here by chance. I don't care how you got to be here. You're not here by chance. You're here by the will and mind of God and God loves you. He loves you. He's not mad at you. He loves you. He wants to bring you into His family. He wants you to step into 2024 saying that God is for me. It doesn't matter who's against me. My God is for me. He wants you to walk into the future knowing that He's at your side and He's with you. He wants to be all that you need Him to be. All He asks is that you admit that you are a sinner, that you have kept Him at a distance, that you say, I'm running to you, Lord. Build me up. Build your walls around my life. And then others of you here today, you've neglected the tower of vision. You've lost all concept of putting God first, doing His will over your will. Oh, you say, I know Jesus, I asked Him into my heart. Yeah, I know that, but, but He's interested in where you are right now. And He wants you to be in the place where He is number one, that you look to Him and say, you are my only God that it is that I'm clearing out the idols that have crept in. I'm clearing out the places where I've worshipped, where it is that I know I shouldn't have been doing what I was doing. I'm clearing that out. I'm clearing the way. I'm coming back to you. I'm coming back to pursue. I'm going to pursue you with all my heart, my mind and strength. Oh God, I'm coming to you to build my life. I'm coming to you to build my marriage. Or maybe you're saying, I'm coming to you, find me a spouse. He's the best one to find the right spouse for you, by the way. <laughs> Build my family, Lord. Build my finances your way and not my way. Oh God, will you build my business? God, I'll put you first. I'll put you right at the center. You will be the CEO of my business. God, my work life, whatever. Oh God, my school life. I want you. I want you to be at the center. I want to be doing everything for you and with you. I want you to guide me into the future. Now, if that's you this morning, I want to pray for you. All right. I, I, I don't get to preach very often, and that's by my wish and not Pastor Michael's wish. I, I'm, I'm, I, I, I want you to know how terrified I've been at being up here to preach when you've got such a fantastic preaching pastor here. Uh -huh. But I want you this morning, I want you, if God has spoke to you right now, I want you to get up out of your seat and come and join me at the front. I want to pray for you this morning. I want to pray God's blessing on you as you step into the future. I want you to come and you may be saying, oh God, build the walls around my life. You may be coming and saying, oh God, I'm coming up to the tower again. Give me vision for the future. Oh God, oh God, I come and I pray that you will now cause me to put the bars up that will say, I'm going to resist the enemy. He is not gonna get me like he's been getting me. I'm going to fight back against the enemy, God. but God, by your might and your power and your strength.
That's right. Keep coming. Keep coming. Oh God, in your name. In your name. I saw you two this morning, actually in a dream. It wasn't a nightmare, don't worry about it. But you have got to now realize that God has made you the way he's made you. And you have a passion to know the word of God and a passion to live for God. God's going to increase that upon you in this year that's coming ahead. And you're going to find that he's going to open up a revelation. Revelation is where God makes you see things that you could never see on your own. And he's going to cause you to see things that will expand your life. God says there's been struggle, there's been trial, there's been different things happening, but God says, I'm giving you a breakthrough. And it's no, no coincidence, you came right to the front. I dreamt that I was prophesying over you this morning as I woke up out of my sleep. And I said, God, if you bring that, I want you to bring them right to the front. And there you are. I want to tell you, you too have got a great future. Some of you need to hear there's nothing back in the world that is good for you. There's nothing, there's nothing that is tempting you that is good for you. Listen, listen, if it's tempting you, you know the devil's at the back of that. If there is a temptation to go back to do wrong, that temptation is not from God. God cannot tempt, but the devil tempts and you've heard this morning, you are to resist the devil and watch him flee. Now, now some of you here, you started off following Jesus so well, but you've slipped back. And listen, that's happened to every one of us. Excuse me a minute, there's a couple here that I wanna just pray for. You, you don't know how special you are and how God's hand is so heavily upon you. You're a blessing to so many people. And God wants you to know this morning that He's going to open up a wide door of opportunity. That you're not to look at the surrounding things and voices. Yeah, I hear the word voices. People who speak and uh, hurt you at times and say things that you don't like. But the Lord says, I'm speaking to you and I'm leading you, I'm guiding you. You're putting me first. I'm well pleased with you. And I'm going to use you mightily in my kingdom. Look forward with hope and know that it's an expanding vision that he's bringing to you. Oh God. It's only 20 past, Pastor Michael. You know, you've set a bad example. All right. bringing healing in the name of Jesus to your body, to your soul and your mind. The Lord says, you are my beautiful daughter. I'm well pleased with you. And I'm going to give you a year this year that will cause you to know that I am the God of your life. You've put me first. And now I'm going to lead you into the future. You and your lovely family will be blessed. And your worst fears are not going to come to 
Father, bless my sister and your daughter in the name of Jesus. I wish I, I had all day I'd come right along all of you but I want you to know in coming forward you're setting yourself up for a great 2024 oh yeah in coming forward this morning it, it's not it's not just coming to a, a, a human altar you come into the altar of God you come into the place where God is saying I have not forgot you I've not forgot you. I've not forgot you. I'm still with you. I'm not going to let you down. I'm going to beat the devil up. Oh yeah, he's saying, I'm going to beat the devil up. And you are going to know the greatest year in your lives. You believe it? Amen. Believe it. And what I've said to them is for you all. God has got such a future for you. And He has opened the door for you to be in this place and to know that He is the God that's leading you into something better than you've ever seen in your life. Can I pray for you too? Yeah, come forward. I don't know you, but oh God, I pray in your name. I, I just see your hand your anointing all over this lovely couple and Lord God I don't know who they are where they stand or what it is oh God but I do know that you are saying that you've got a great future for them and then Lord God as they concentrate their lives on serving the one and only God as they concentrate their lives on walking in your ways you're going to open the doors I feel that there's been closed doors that there's been difficulties but God says, now I'm opening the doors. I'm going to make a way and I'm going to cause you to see that I am the God who hears your faintest whisper. The Lord is with you. He's going to bless you as you walk together and keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. He is the one that's going to open up the doors before you. In Jesus' name. Just put your hand on the shoulder of the one around you. Just put your hand. You're gonna I'm, I'm gonna be praying, but you're gonna be transmitters, right? You're gonna transmit blessing to the people around you. I, I just gotta pray for you too. God, I pray in your name, blessing, 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 blessing. Oh God, cause them to know, cause them to know, Lord, that you are the God that is going to open up and cause them to be used mightily in your kingdom. Keep their eyes fixed on you, Jesus. Keep them, Lord, enthralled with your presence, loving you. And Lord Jesus, knowing that you have destiny for their lives and their future, Oh God, I bind every enemy attack against them in the name of Jesus right now. I come against every interfering spirit of hell in the name of Jesus. And I pray that they will walk in light and that you, oh God, will cause them to know their future is better than the past. And that, Lord God, you've not done with them here yet. You've not done with them. Oh God, you're still working on them and you're still causing them to grow. But you're going to use them mightily in your kingdom. 
Jesus' name. Step up here, Michael. Keep your hand on him, all right? Keep your hand on him. All right. That's good. All he is doing now is being the conductor of the life of God, all right? I'm putting my hands on him. The life of God's going to come right through here. <laughs> How many here, forgive me doing this. I'm watching that. I've got three minutes. How many here would say, I've come forward because I want the walls of salvation built in my life. You've never known Jesus really until this morning. Is there anyone just put your hand up? You say, I've come forward because I want to surrender my life to Jesus. God bless you. What's your name? Glenn. Yeah, I met you. Yeah. Yeah. Can you, any other hands raised to say, I'm surrendering my life to Jesus today for the first time or you're coming back? Yeah, can you come over here? Come over here. Come over here. Can you come, come into the middle here? In the name of Jesus. Yeah, bring with you anyone you want. Come right here. Lord Jesus. He sees those tears. He loves you. Come on, friends. Pray this prayer with me with these lovely people. You pray these, this prayer now. Dear Lord Jesus, I'm sorry for my sin. Forgive me, please. Thank you for dying for me on the cross. I surrender my life to you. Build your walls, the walls of salvation around my life. In Jesus' name. Now I tell you in the name of the Lord Jesus, your past is forgiven. I tell you in the name of the Lord Jesus that he is breaking the hold of Satan on your life. The enemy may tempt you and try to get you back, but you just resist him and say, uh-uh, I don't belong to you anymore. I've got a no owner. I belong to Jesus. Oh Lord, I pray in your name that you will now, God, cause them to know that they are at this very moment, the children of the living God, in Jesus' name, amen, 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 amen. God bless you. God bless you, God. I'll be praying for you. All right, come on, let's get back to this. We'll be out here. Now, in the name of Jesus, I come and, uh, Lord, I pray in your name that everyone, Lord God, that is connected to each other right now will sense your power and will know that you are the God that is walking with them from this place, that, Lord Jesus, you're going to build their lives. Their lives are going to become a witness to those around them. People are going to see a change and they're going to say, we want what you've got. Oh, God, I pray that you will bind enemy attacks against them. I pray that you will put great resistance in their lives that they will walk in the power of God and they will have the one and only God as their God and they will worship you in spirit and in truth. Lord, hear my cry in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, Amen. 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 God bless you.